Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Joining us on the phone from the north end of McPhillips at Goche Cadillac Buick GMC, the vice president of Goche Cadillac Buick GMC, Jason Cross. Jason, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, Al. Hello, are you there, Jason? There he is. Excellent. I think we got I'm a bit here. of a delay, so I'm just going to ask a quick question, and I will. I hear you. I'll let you answer. Um, how are you guys uh, at uh, Goche's up there at the North End of McPhillips dealing with this pandemic? Everybody is being affected in one way or another. What about you? Well, that's right. How I mean, we're all in this together, and and the government's deemed um, us as an essential service, so uh, we are open. We have reduced hours, and and obviously, like. Every business uh, in the, the province and the country, we're, we're feeling uh, the financial impact of it. However, that being said, we're an essential service, and people need their cars to get around. Um, they need to get their groceries. Some people need to get to their doctor's appointments. Uh, so the car dealers um, are open. Our service department's open. It's that time of the year where winter tires need to come off. So um, the one thing that is the most important thing to us is our staff safety and our customer safety. So social distancing is the number one priority. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's not taken, uh, it's taken extremely seriously in all of our dealerships, all four of them. Cause as you know, we got the Chev store down the road. We have our two Dodge stores, one on region, Goche Dodge and our other Dodge store on Waverly. All the dealerships have uh, a very strict social distancing guidelines as per the government regulations. Hand sanitizing stations as you enter the building. Um, all the uh, points of contact have been disinfected hourly, if not after every customer visit. And we're just trying to keep Manitobans driving so they can get to the appointments uh, and get the uh, necessary things that they need. We've got some snow in the forecast. We're going to talk about that with Global News Weather Specialist Mike Conkin in a bit here. Um, but, you know, the seasons are changing, and normally that would be a busy time for a car dealership like yours. Uh, interest rates are crazy low, in part because of the pandemic. But yet, I imagine people are, are hanging on to their money right now. Well, definitely. I mean, this is a this is an unsettling time for all of us, no matter you know what what your profession is and what it is that you're doing. The car companies have responded. Um, General Motors announced a deferral payment, so you can uh, purchase a car and uh, and not make any payments for 90 days. And you know, and we've adapted that um, with a buy from home philosophy. If you see a vehicle, uh, you're at home. We want you to 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 stay home and listen to our premier. But that being said. Uh, if there's shopping that needs to be done, like everyone in the world, we're doing it online. You can pick the vehicle out, email us. The vehicle can be delivered to your house, disinfected. Um, if you need to uh, take a test drive, it's a 24-hour policy, not a problem. And then we'll do the best we can to complete whatever we need to do for our customers electronically from the safety of their home and making sure that we're going to be disinfecting and practicing social distance every step of the way from the the sales standpoint, but sales sales definitely um, are have been impacted. Jason, all the best. Stay safe. Say uh, say hi to Mr. Goche for me, and uh, we'll talk soon. And let's hope this doesn't go on uh, terribly long. Although we we could be in for a while, we'll have to wait and see. I agree, Hal. We're all in this together, and uh, we have to listen to the governments and practice the social distancing. That's so important. And wash your hands. Stay safe, everybody.
Jason Cross, Vice President at Gautier Cadillac Buick GMC. Joining us now, Connie Newman. She is the Executive Director of the Manitoba Association of Senior Centers. Connie, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Helen. How are you? I am excellent. Thank you so much for doing this. You know, we're talking a lot about businesses today. A lot of people, businesses have to come up with a first, uh, you have to, you know, rent of this pandemic and others have to come up with rent out there. And I'm hearing from some seniors, hey, what about us? So tell us, what about our seniors? Because the, the thought that comes to my mind is, you know, many of them don't have computers or access to computers or uh, iPhones smartphones. Is this part of the problem for them as they try to get through this? Uh, absolutely. And I, I, I believe firmly, I'm one of those seniors, but I'm techno, I, I'm techno savvy. So I know what's going on out there, but there are some of us that are not there. I need to tell you that there are senior resource finders in Winnipeg, senior support coordinators in rural Manitoba and we need to find a way to get our senior population connected to them. I believe I sent you this morning a list of those phone numbers that you could share with them. Their neighbors could find them off your website, and they could share that with share those numbers with our needy seniors. Yes, you did send those. Cam's got them back at CGOB. I'm not sure how we're going to get those out there. But to, that sort of makes my point is most seniors are able to pick up a phone. That's how they have communicated over the years, and, and I'm hearing that yes. from seniors. Great, there's a website. I don't have a computer. What's the phone number? And so now we've got some phone numbers, and you're saying to me then if they can't deal with it themselves, there are people in the community that will help them. Absolutely. There are senior resource finders in the community, and their job, and it's part of Winnipeg Regional Health, and they've been, these refinders have been around for a long time, support services coordinators beyond the perimeter, who have been around for a while, and some seniors know about them, some don't. And if you know of a senior who needs a phone number, Give them the phone number because those people are at the other end of the phone line. And, and we helpers. will figure and we will figure a way to get those out. But uh, for somebody listening who has a parent that's older or somebody who has an older friend and they want to help them with the phone numbers, where are you said they're through Manitoba Health? They're through the Winnipeg Regional Health Authority. Okay. They're called senior resource finders. All right. Good. So and, anybody out there listening, that's what they're called, and uh, we're going to figure out a way to get those. Because I guess there's a different number for areas of town or areas of the province, right? Yes. I sent you the list for the areas of t- within Winnipeg, right? Um, and I I strongly believe that those numbers, anybody that has access to a computer, can share those numbers with their neighbor next door. Excellent. Or, and, for example, if they're in a, in, a, in a senior's home or something, if they go to one of the officials, one of the people at the home, they should I'm, be able to help them. We just we need to make sure that seniors out there understand that there is help. There are people ready to help yes. them. They just have to figure out a way to, to find those people. Absolutely, because there, there definitely is people to help. And the 
easier we can make it for those phone numbers to get out there, the better off everybody's going to be. How are uh, seniors that you talk to, how are they uh, coping through this, uh, Connie? This is scaring the heck out of a lot of people, and I'm I'm sh- and like I just know from my mom and my mother-in-law, I know they're worried and scared as well. I I I think we as a group and I'm one of those seniors over the age of 65, we really have to do what we can, change our routine because the routine we had 3 weeks ago is not the routine we have now and we've got to keep on trucking. There are some people older than the age of 65 that went through World War II or the Korean War. I mean, we're here today because of the efforts of those that came before us. This is nothing in comparison to going to war. Yeah, that's a very good point, and a lot of people have made that comparison. I mean, there are some people out there who have dealt with disease and, uh, you know, polio is one that comes to mind that I hear well, brought up a lot, right? I mean, so that you're right. There are members of our community who know full well what this is all about. They've been through it before. Well, and it, you brought up the word polio. When it went through, I was in grade school. I had two of people within my own school contract that, and they've been living with it ever since. And one of them, I'm not sure, is still alive. So this isn't the first crisis we've been to but working all together and following the rules no matter how old or how young we are we're going to get through this yeah i agree connie thanks a lot for this i'm out of time but we'll have you back again soon okay anytime give me a call bruce johnson my weather expert buddy how are you sir hello well i'm pretty good how about you Excellent. All right, we got some weather coming. Uh, we had Konkin on earlier. Mm-hmm. I always sort of like to, it's like, uh, you know, when uh, one doctor tells you something, you like to get a second opinion. What are you thinking we might end up with uh, as far as snow accumulations? Uh, they're saying maybe 10 centimeters. Uh, the whole, but for the whole time, probably somewhere between 8 and 14, just depending on when it changes the rain and how heavy it is. But, of course, what you see on the ground might not be that much simply because of the melting and compacting of the snow. So it may not look like that much, but that may be what actually falls. And one of the things right now is it's 9.7 degrees officially, but the dew point is minus 2.5, which means as soon as moisture starts falling through the clouds and you start getting some rain, it will cool the temperatures fairly quickly. And then by sometime overnight, it should change over to snow. And that means the bridges and overpasses are going to be really dangerous for a while as that changes over. And then it's going to be below freezing tomorrow morning and toying with freezing during the day, but it probably won't get above freezing. And then it certainly won't get above freezing uh, on Friday. And so it's going to be pretty winter-like the next few days. And then it will back off and warm up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we will see melting. Oh, yes, definitely. It's not going to last for a long time. It looks like it will be above freezing by by Saturday and then pretty much every day after that for at least a while. Now, this is interesting. This is why I like to talk to you, weather with you. Um, because you were telling me by text, we were texting earlier, you were saying that this storm system that's coming through is actually sort of a combination of an Alberta Clipper and a Colorado Low. Explain. Well, so there's the two low-pressure low areas, and one of them originated as a Colorado low, and this other one is really is originated as a Colorado low, and they've actually, another you know, Colorado low and Alberta 
a clipper type low. They've yep. come together. There's a stretch all the way from Alberta. Well, now it's in Saskatchewan down to Colorado, and so that whole thing's moving. That makes it even more complex. You know, we were just saying, you and I, the other day, I was saying, hey, you know, maybe that's it now, and and here we are. We're going to get some rain, and uh, looks like, you know, 10, 12 centimeters of snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, still early enough that that can happen, and we're, we have, at least to some extent, come out of that really, really dry pattern we had. Because you remember how wet it was last fall, and we went super dry, and now we've gotten at least somewhat wet again. Hopefully it won't be as wet as last fall, but right now it's going to be a fair amount of precipitation. I don't know if it will have much to do with the flooding. It will have much effect on that. But if we get a bunch more in April and mm-hmm. even into May, because May would generally be rain, although it can snow in May, but it would generally be a rain. If we get big rains later in the month and in May, that would potentially be a problem, especially further south. And long term, are you seeing any other precipitation on the long-term models or is it going to warm up above freezing after this and then maybe that might be it it uh, doesn't look like any major precipitation little spots here of a little rain or snow meaning i mean just a little bit maybe the equivalent of a centimeter or two of snow or rain instead and temperatures generally above freezing at least for the next five days after friday all right bruce thanks a lot pal stay safe yeah you too Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.